0: Welcome back to Considerations from the Capitol from the Deeper Dive podcast. My name is Bill Winnell, and as always, joined by Father Larry Swink. Good morning, Father.
1: Hey, good morning, Bill. Good morning, everybody.
0: Today's Friday, the ninth week in Ordinary Time, as we approach Corpus Christi uh, weekend. Uh, Today, Father's going to reflect again on our buddy Tobit, Um, so we'll uh, read the first reading. Anna sat watching the road by which her son was to come. When she saw him coming, she exclaimed to his father, Tobit, your son is coming, and the man who traveled with him. Raphael said to Tobiah before he reached his father, I am certain that his eyes will be open. Smear the fish gall on them. This medicine will make the cataract shrink and peel off from his eyes. Then your father will again be able to see the light of the day. Then Anna ran up to her son, threw her arms around him, and said to him, Now that I have seen you again, son, I am ready to die. And she sobbed aloud. Tobit got up and stumbled out through the courtyard gate. Tobiah went up to him with the fish gall in his hand and holding him firmly, blew into his eyes. Courage, father, he said. Next he smeared the medicine on his eyes and it made them smart. Then, beginning at the corners of Tobit's eyes, Tobiah used both hands to peel off the cataracts. When Tobit saw his son, he threw his arms around him and wept. He exclaimed, I can see you, son, the light of my eyes. Then he said, Blessed be God and praised be his great name, and blessed be all his holy angels. May his holy name be praised throughout all the ages, because it was he who has scourged me, and it is he who has had mercy on me. Behold, I now see my son Tobiah. Then Tobit went back in, rejoicing and praising God with full voice for everything that had happened. Tobiah told his father that the Lord God had granted him a successful journey, that he had brought back for, that he had brought back the money and that he had married Ragel's daughter Sarah who would arrive shortly for she was approaching the gate of Nineveh Tobit and Anna rejoiced and went out to the gate of Nineveh to meet their new to meet their daughter-in-law when the people of Nineveh saw Tobit walking along briskly with no one leading him by hand they were amazed before them all Tobit proclaimed how God had mercifully restored sight to his eyes when Tobit reached Sarah the wife the wife of his son Tobiah he greeted her Welcome, my daughter. Blessed be your God for bringing you to us, daughter. Blessed is your father, and blessed is my son, Tobiah. And blessed are you, daughter. Welcome to your home with blessing and joy. Come in, daughter. That day there was joy for all the Jews who lived in Nineveh. Father.
1: Okay, so we come to the finality of this powerful story that we've been meditating on uh, all week. And, uh, And I think you know, the main message we see is just, you know, it's like the end of a really powerful movie uh, where, you know, the good guys win. And uh, it just shows that God sees the sufferings of man and vindicates the righteous, essentially. So, you know, just kind of to recap some of these stuff is that, you know, um, and Tobit's still sick and uh, his wife sees uh, their son and they would like, yeah, you know, son's return. It's almost like, you know, the movies where the son comes home from war and mom is just like overjoyed. And, uh, in some ways, you know, Tobias did come back from a spiritual war. And, um, I think there's something to be said, like, you know, uh, we as Catholics, we are just so happy sometimes when we see someone who has been through like the ringer and and come out at the other side, um, just, you know, blessed by the situation, you know? And I think we, our attitude is if we see someone go through extreme suffering and then kind of come out victorious, it's to praise God, like, uh, to buy it and today and uh comes and he smears this fish oil on his dad's eyes and his he's like the first time he could see he sees his son and it's just like man unbelievable and it's it's almost like remember when jesus smeared uh saliva and mud on the blind man and cured his eyes you know there's just this christ-like sort of imagery there and and like you know Zechariah uh in the new testament we see Tobias blessing God. And he kind of says, look, God, you know, gave me the, allowed me to go through this suffering and God had mercy on me. And so he said, this was good for me. And, and I think one of the things that, um, you know, we, I did a podcast, another podcast, uh, with, uh, someone at St. Mary's college, uh, Mary O's And we were talking about Catholic saying, and, um, and I think one of the sayings was, oh, it's going to work out well, you know, um, you know, don't worry, you know, God's got this. And, you know, I mean, the truth is sometimes, yes. I mean, God has got this, but, um, it's like, we, we've got to look at spiritual victories. You know, this is more than just a physical victory. There's a spiritual victory that is encountered over evil, physical evil and moral and spiritual evil. Like there's this, this beating of this demon Asmodeus. And we have this beating of this like chronic physical condition that, uh, Tobias goes through, through the healing and grace of God. and. um, you know and then they you know they see the the new wife and like man you brought home a gorgeous wife I and mean, what's this all about i mean this is and they have this huge party and um i think it's also just a summation of life is that you know at the end of life you know our lord and our lady are going to come out and say hey um he's home he's come home and uh there's just going to be this huge party at the end of this battle uh which we call life uh, I thought one of the, one of the things I thought about, uh, I was talking to someone recently, talking to the original sin that the Christian life is, and I quote, quote unquote, dour combat. And, um, you know, it really is. It's dour combat. And we don't really sometimes look, hear that a lot from the pulpit. We don't look at it like this, but, uh, it is, but at the end of, uh, in St. Jose Maria, I used to say that there's this great peace, but peace is always, uh, an outcome from a great struggle and a great battle. It always comes from a fight, and these two men fought it out. You know, Tobit and Tobias, and they showed a lot of courage, a lot of faith, a lot of hope, under very desperate situations. A lot of courage. Um, You know, especially you know, uh, Tobias you know, taking a wife that had killed seven of previous husbands, and he just said, "Look, if God's got this, I'm okay." And then we we have a lot to learn about the power of God and. You know, another, another saying is, is like, God never gives you more than you can handle. Well, that's, that's not true. Uh, really what the answer should be on, on this is, um, and I think I said this previously in a podcast is, um, that the providence of God will not take you where his grace will not provide. And, you know, I think that's the ultimate lesson from Tobin and Tobias. He permits them to go through a real struggle. And this is our story. I mean, every one of us listening here, it's got some sort of cataract problem uh, spiritually. We have some kind of spiritual problem that we have to fight. Um, but the good news is, is that if we're faithful, this is huge party at the end. So, um, yeah, thanks, folks, for listening to this. And I hope this, uh, you know, sort of summation and going through this book of Tobit uh, really helped you. And I would suggest, you know, maybe in your personal prayer. Uh, You know, we never really talk about praying over the Old Testament, but there's some great—I mean, just powerful stuff in the Old Testament. It's just maybe take this particular book really touched my heart more than anything in the last three months. I I just saw, you know, kind of my own story in here, and I think all of us in some way saw our story in here, and um, it's not like. Nice thing about the Christian law, it's not like one of those movies where you're like, man, that's stunk because like, it's just a terrible ending, you know, and you just walk out of the movie depressed. Um, I can't remember. There was a couple of movies like that where I just walked out and it just was not redeeming and, you know, sort of the bad guys won and it was like this dark ending and, you know, just like, wait, that's, just doesn't seem like a godly ending. And, but the truth is, is that if we have faith, there is a godly ending and, and everything works out for the good, for those who love the Lord. So all right, folks, uh, if you're interested, uh, this afternoon, I'm going to record uh, uh, a podcast uh, which uh, on uh, a uh, an, an encyclical. An encyclical is a letter, and there's many of them written throughout church history, uh, uh, for the whole church. And this will go back to the, you know, the 19, I think it's probably the 70s, um, you know, it might be early 70s. And it's called Mysterium Fide, which is the mystery of faith. So sometimes at mass, you know, the priest holds up the host as mysterium fidei, which means, or the mystery of faith, right after the consecration. And Paul the Sixth, you know, talks about like some of the problems that were arising back in the sixties and seventies, bad theology after Vatican II, and he warning people, this is not what we intended, and uh, and what really is the Eucharist and the Mass. So as we approach Corpus Christi, this might be a great thing to listen to as we come to the, you know this great uh, solemnity, which is you know the source and summit of our faith, which is the body and blood of Jesus Christ. So uh, more for that to come and God bless y'all. Thanks for listening and uh, may God bless you this weekend. Peace.